episode number 173 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, so listeners, oh, this is this is brilliant. I don't have to just speak to you tonight. This is well, great. you say that, but you're a lucky boy. That's the first time in months that you've got it like spot on. You've not cocked <laughs> up the intro and said, Tom, let's go again. Let's do it yeah, again. I'm on, I'm on, I'm live. I can't, I can't <laughs> cock up this time, eh? Uh, well, well, I, you know, I don't really know where to where to start tonight we, we well, do have a script as always but um well Kyle, why don't well you are you're essentially a guest this week right so maybe let me let me ask you to start so our listeners who if you've been under a rock you won't know this but last weekend was the anglo-celtic plate kyle had the the deserved honor of competing for scotland as you can tell by his t-shirt didn't go so well is is a fair is a fair fair thing to say kyle it's, it's didn't go to, it didn't go to plan it, it 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 was it was a ball it was a it was a I don't know a shit show to, in shit my show. my eyes I mean I mean well before the you know let me get my limelight before the you know the heroes come on so it's uh, it's the heroes on Kyle tonight folks um, and obviously Tom's one of those heroes anyway so but I'll be as brief as I can you know before they come all come on uh, basically I DNF'd folks. You know that that's that's all there is to it. A DNF that, that stands for did not finish. Did not finish. I didn't finish the race, folks. Um, and uh, and you know what? Like I I I I was surprised myself not finishing the race. I thought I would. Um, I felt really good coming into it. Well, I thought I did. Um, and uh, yeah, I was running fine. You know, I mean, aside from all the piss stops and uh, you know, luckily for me, uh, no shit stops. Um, it was just that. <laughs> A few piss stops, catching up with the runners, and you know all the. A few. The... You were only running for about five hours. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> well, I know, and I must have pissed myself. Well, I didn't. I'm, I'm joking. Uh, I peed maybe three or four times, which is a record, you know, for me, uh, in terms of the the least number of pees I've had in an ultra. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was like averaging six twenty eight a mile, and I was feeling fine. And there was a. I mean, we'll get on to the the race itself in terms of the the depth of the race. What's that? One of the strongest fields in a road race, probably ever. Certainly in the UK, anyway. So everyone, you know, you know, stuck on their carbon plates and off they bounced. Uh, and I'm sure there was more to it than that. Like there were just superb, talented athletes who amazing just uh, you know smashed the field. I mean, cut a long story short, sub seven hours. There was what eight, eight, seven, seven runners who yeah. seven hours, which is incredible. Like unbelievable. Um, and you know what, Kyle? We said last week with Adrian, and we'll talk a bit about this when all these athletes come on, but we said last week that last year was the fastest on record as a field, not the fastest time, that was Steve Way, his 6.19, but last year was the fastest in terms of there was three of you under um, under seven hours, which was which was amazing. And it just shows that to go seven under this year and have that rate, whatever it was, and have that, um, that, that just that sort of train of speed at that distance is amazing. Ah, Mind-boggling, and even like at the start of the race, like I mean, I was in like twelfth place, um, and the runners really didn't set off as hard as we thought they would. We thought some of the faster, maybe English guys, might have like really pushed on and really hit the low sub, you know, low six-minute miles, and it didn't really happen. That, uh, but yeah, you know, for me, my my race kind of ended when I got to to in turn, you know, mile forty-two was where it all kind of came to a, a, a very quick halt for me. Um, and it wasn't anything to do with nutrition. My nutrition was fine. 
it wasn't anything to do with hydration. My hydration was fine. You know, I was fueling every second lap. Uh, I was drinking every second lap. Uh, I thought my pace was on point. I knew it was going to slow, um, but it was on point to get that kind of qualifying standard and hopefully still be in the mix of, of uh, you know, a top six or certainly, well, even a, hopefully a top three. But, but, you know, I mean, without thanking everyone just yet, Mike Raffin was my one-to-one solo support. You know, he's my support crew. So, wow. You know, I, a huge shout out to him and poor guy, like, you know, having to deal with me for those 42 uh, miles and, 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 and beyond that as well. And, uh, you know, and a big thank you to Debbie Martin Consani for consoling me uh, behind the gazebo tent when I, when I, you know, I pulled the plug, uh, you know, a couple of kisses on the forehead to make me feel all better, you know, while I'm in the, sit, in the fetal position behind the, 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 the country's gazebo. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, a bitter pill to swallow, but, do you know what? Like, I mean, before again, before the, the they come on, I'll I'll just say my final piece because uh, I I wouldn't mind just sitting back for a bit anyway, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be brutally honest. Like, you know, in, 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 you'll not, you'll hear it from the the previous episodes. I did think I was in good shape, you know, and I did think my training was going really well. And you know what? Maybe it wasn't. You know, maybe I was kidding. Mm. On. I don't think you were, mate. I, I think you were in. I, I actually, I really, you, Caroline, messed up over the weekend. I disagree. I think I honestly think you were in better shape. I look at your blog. I think it was. You yeah, were I better. Think... You were maybe in better shape for shorter distances, perhaps. Maybe, but you were broadly yeah. in better shape. Than you were in Dublin. I, I think so. Yeah, but I mean, I, I just don't know. Maybe that pace was a bit too, a bit too hot for me. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, that's maybe why. Maybe if I was a few seconds, you know, beyond slower than that, I might have maybe came through and performed better and managed to complete it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, also, you know, just like having, you know, the last 10 months, and I'm not making excuses. It's just fact, I think, you know, when on reflection is, uh, here we go. On, but, but, but you're about but, to. Go ahead. But, like, here we go. Please. But, give us some my boots safe. Fill my boots. <laughs> Uh, but, but you know, it, it's it's a big having just to change children and just you know, and I, I say I've been sleeping better, but so I'm just counting the excuses here. They keep, keep yeah, coming. That's one. Uh, and I think that's really it. Yeah, just like just juggling the whole like training thing and just being motivated to go out. I'm, I'm you know, I may be finding finding it a bit tough. That's two. Uh, what else can I? What else can I figure out? I think that's it. Just balancing the the work the work training, you know, the work training, work life, whatever you call it. Uh, I, I feel I feel like you're being a little. We're gonna move on. We've got the seven guests in the waiting room, but I feel I feel you're being a bit harsh yourself in the sense. I've called you out when you've come on here and said you weren't in shape for something, but I think you honestly think you had a bad day. I really think you had a bad day. I think you've run okay. Whether you're in the same shape as you were at ACP a few years ago, only you will know. And Lewis, I guess, will know looking at the date, the detail, but. For me, you've had the shape you've been in, your back-to-back long runs, your some even some of the shorter stuff, which is maybe indicative of itself of what your fitness was, but you are better shaped now than when you, before Dublin. I was so impressed in what you did in Dublin because I didn't think you were in very good shape in Dublin. So, maybe, <laughs> so what do I know? But, but I think for this one, I, I just I felt you were in good shape. I thought you were going to go under seven. Maybe it was just a bad day, you know? We'll speak maybe I mean? next week about what's next, but I hope that it's not I the end. So, like, but I'll, I'll just round off by saying, you know, because I know, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to bring them down. You know, everyone's on cloud nine other than me. But I'm, I'm, I'm hugely lucky because if that was all I had, 
I would be in a bad place than than I am. But that's not all I have. And and I feel you know it got me thinking. I feel for people who are maybe like professional athletes are that's the sole focus. And yeah, I feel I feel for professional it, athletes as well. That's a that's a real. <laughs> <laughs> and but you know what I mean like that. Would yeah, be, I know what you mean. Yeah, brutal. Like to to be able to just. You rely on on that race, and if you if it doesn't go the way you do, then you know you. But I mean, my outlets are my kids, and like, and I know, as you say, I'm glad you said that. You know, you think I'm still in good shape, so I'm going to take advantage of that and, and move on and move forward. Quite right. So that, that, that's my. Uh, that's probably the quickest, most brief I've ever been as a race report. So but you know what, Kyle, we're gonna we're gonna dine out on this for weeks yet on on your performance on, on right. the breakdown. So listeners, yeah, don't worry, this is not our yeah. viewers tonight. That's yeah. not it, but as Kyle said, we've got yeah, Slanty. So we've got uh, we've got eight guests now. So eight of the team Scotland. In. So rather than introduce them all, I'm just going to bring them in, and we can they can introduce Tommy themselves. Doesn't know their names, eh? No, I don't. Well, I only know Rico's in there. That's <laughs> it, and because and Joe Murphy, because I saw her name on the list just now. I like it. I like Let's it. see the rest of them. Right here we go. Here's the intro music. Where are they? Oh, sorry. I need, to, I, need to, I need to admit them all. So I'm going to go through them. We've got Chris Richardson, Jason, Joe, John, Linda's iPad, Ron Turner, <laughs> Galaxy Adrian. Tab, and KSSUW. <laughs> Here we go. Hello, oh, everyone. Oh, everyone's on mute. They're yeah, still blinking away there. Oh, here we go. Well. Hello. Before Hello. I did- before everyone starts yapping away, right? Let's do a big, a big. Uh, we haven't had a post ACP party yet. Is this not? I thought this was the post ACP party. Exactly. So everyone who I, I asked you to bring your favourite tipple with you. So everyone raise a glass in fantastic team camaraderie and uh, and a, a fantastic result by you all, other than myself. Uh, so yeah, cheers to that, folks. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Well, con- congratulations to you all because I think you know we've already we've done a bit of a wallow on Kyle, which uh, you know he's still done 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 everyone proud. But you guys oh. have done incredibly. I mean, it's not a single person on the call who's not who is not amazing. I don't really know where to where to start. Would it, I mean? Although actually, I think we've got to go to actually let's go to Linda's iPad. So Adrian, how do you, how do you feel? How did you how did it go for you as the as the the event? I mean, you talked to us last week. So excited and everything I've seen just sounds like it was a dream day. Gosh, pressure going up first, eh? Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> it was, it all worked. <laughs> uh, if I'm just wearing the hat of just the, the, the rather sort of harassed race director, it all kind of fell into place. You know, it's one of those... You know, you can't, you can't, Kyle's got an inkling of what goes on behind the scenes. He's, he's organized one or two things. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's why I've got <laughs> a on. He knows what's on the week or two before one of these events. And um, it's like every time the phone goes, you think, is this good news or bad news? And as they're leading up to it. And, um, but mostly, <laughs> and even the bad news turned into good news, right? Just for the help of other people, etc. So, and on the day, the conditions, I have to say, were perfect. Nice. I was talking to Hillary Walker just on the start line about five to seven. And most of you know Hillary. I mean, she's just a quiet little lady who happens to be president or secretary of the IAU at the moment, but she's also a former world 24 hour and 100K record holder, going back to the 
the eighties. And, oh, wow. uh, and she just, we were looking at each other and we, she just started nodding. And I said, yeah, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> These guys have trained for months. This is the day and couldn't get a better day. Yeah. That's great. Especially after you were saying your daughter was calling you out that it should have been the week before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that could have been too warm for some people, I think. Yes. Anyway, you can get this feeling on the other bit. No, from an organizational point of view, I have to say that the way local runners and the local ultra running community just pitched in to come and help on the day, because you know, our own club is only a small little club. We rely on getting the other ultra community along to help out, and they, they just pitch in. Now, they all get what ultras are. They get what the ACP is. They come and help before most of them, and they just they just love it. Amazing. Amazing. Well, next, we've got to go to Joe. <clears throat> Joe, I mean, yeah. I, don't even know, I don't even know how to summarize uh, the, that run for you, Joe. Just unbelievable. I, that's later. Like, yeah. How, how, are you, how, how, how are you feeling? Are you still on cloud nine? Yeah, I still oh, feel amazing. Well, my legs don't, but I'm absolutely chuffed to bits. Totally over the moon. I'll retire now. I'm happy with that. Uh, I hope you don't retire. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, I mean, absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. And that to, yeah, to, I mean, watching it unfold the way you, you, you seem to have run it so smartly. I, I mean, did it, how did it, did it go? It looks like it couldn't have gone any better i mean any any sort of reflections on the run yeah no i think it went like as well if not better than i probably had planned um we had a target which is no secret it was about seven hours 45 so and that was that was a, a great day and a day which i didn't think was possible was seven hours 40 so to get the 741 um and i felt great in the second half i just I felt like the wheels may have come off at some point, but I was just riding it till they did, and thankfully they never. Your splits are, are something to behold, and the way you, you get, I mean, the last sort of the last hour or so is so, I mean, it's amazing you pick it up. I noticed that you there's like a sort of dip every now and again. What is that? What is that? Is that is that? Is that something, is it, is, yeah, that's what I wanted to go to, and I also wanted to point out the fact that celebrate the fact that you had your own portaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, actually, which I never used once during the race. I used before it. Um, but yeah, it was just handy to have it. it took away a bit of stress in case the portaloos okay. were going to be really busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I noticed that my splits do have kind of slower miles, but I actually peed about five times in the first two hours. So I must have accelerated when I came out of portaloos. <laughs> on most of those occasions to catch up. So, yeah, I don't know what I was doing later on when I had a couple of slower ones, obviously just taking my time. Amazing, amazing set of, uh, set of splits. Absolutely incredible. Where are we going next? We'll come, door. we're going to come back to everyone, but I think next, Jason, I mean, that is, you know, your time. It's, we can, again, it's like, Joe's. it's mind-boggling. And, and again, another run where you're finishing incredibly well. Was that, was that a dream day for you? Was that, did it meet expectations? Were you even more ambitious? How, how, did, how was the weekend for you? To be honest, very similar to what Joe just said there. Um, I mean, that was way in excess of, uh, of what I'd expected or planned for. Um, I went into it really with a target of, on a great day, something like a 6.50, on a phenomenal day, maybe just dipping under that. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I was going into the last sort of 10 laps and just starting to count down and thinking, 
it's going to slow at some point and I just need to like manage it when it does. And just the further through those last 10 laps it went, the more I kind of realized I'm not going to slow down here. And I, I couldn't believe it. Amazing. Honestly, I couldn't, could not believe it. Um, and I just, I just felt really, really strong all the way through. And that, that expected fade just didn't really materialize at all. I mean, you're, you're close. Kyle and I were talking before, uh, just before we started the recording. I mean, just incredible to turn the pace. I'm not sure I can run that fast at the moment, full stop. And you're running, you're closing 100k. That is bonkers. Um, the, the thing, the thing was like with, uh, I think it was with three laps to go, I'd moved into second place, um, and I, I kind of, I kind of knew because nobody, nobody in the crew was telling me how far ahead first place was. So I kind of thought because of that he was probably not catchable. But with three laps to go. I had just under 30 minutes um, to beat Ross Houston's time, which was third on the Scottish rankings. And I'd been lapping at about 9.45 to 9.50 for the last few. So I knew that was going to be really tight, even if I held it together. Um, and then I, I did a couple of, I think like a 9.44 and a 9.48 lap. And with, the, with one lap to go, I had pretty much bang on 10 minutes. Um, to beat Ross's 6 uh, 43, 35. Uh, and I, I just kind of thought, you know, at the start of that lap, Debbie was absolutely screaming in my ears. Um, and I, I just kind of thought, you know, this is, it's it's now or never. Let's absolutely go for it. Um, and knocked off my fastest lap of the day. Oh, amazing. <laughs> absolutely amazing. Inspirational stuff. And I mean, so we've got, so we didn't really, we didn't really talk about results much, but Joe... British champion, Scottish champion, course record, I believe. Jason, Scottish champion, British silver medalist, um, both well under, um, well under your, your target times, both inside. I mean, we'll come more of you more inside world times. I mean, just absolutely, absolutely inspirational stuff. Um, and I think, did you beat the previous course record, Jason? Yeah, you, by you did as well. Two minutes. Wow, that's uh, amazing! Absolutely amazing. Kyle, who are we going to next? Well, we actually do have, um, you know, to keep it even, Stevens. Uh, we 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 said we got Matt. Um, oh God, can't even remember. Matt Dick Dickinson. Dickinson. Oh, ding dong! Here he is. Is it? it? Is indeed. So the the champion, the ACP champion. Um, he is our guest, Scott. He is our guest, Scott. He is. Um, so yeah, Matt, how you doing? Uh, he's on mute. He clearly doesn't. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? How you doing, Matt? Nice to see you. <laughs> yeah, good. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you in real clothes this time, eh? It's, uh... <laughs> well, yeah, did you not like seeing me in that vest? <laughs> <laughs> you would have been chucked out if you turned out in here in an England vest. To be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get right. close to see him in that vest. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo. So, well, congratulations, Matt. We were just talking about Joe and Jason's runs and we're going to come to the rest of the Scotland team. But for you, I mean, course record, a British champion. How, how, how was the race for you? How, how did it go down? Um, well, yeah, very happy with it. With it, Obviously, I kind of actually had a bit of a... Um, I had almost a last-minute change in, in race strategy, actually, because... Um, after talking to the England coaches, because I kind of my training runs, I kind of I think like probably most people. Well, this I mean, this is my first road 100k, so I kind of didn't quite know what to expect. I've done kind of 
<clears throat> miles on the track and stuff. But um, I chatted to like Alison Bentley a while ago and she, um, ran some ideas with her. And she and I kind of was thinking about doing like a forty mile time trial. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, it's kind of a good idea," and kind of see where you are. And I ended I ended up doing that in well, it would have been six twenty six um, finishing pace. And I remember kind of. Um, I was, I was tired by the end of it, obviously. And I, I remember like thinking as soon as I'd done that, I was like, well, I kind of feel all right, but I don't think I could have done that for another 22 miles. But then, so then that kind of, as the race got closer, I was like, yeah, but you know what? I, I'd just done a big session three days earlier. You know, I'll be, I'll be carb loaded. I'll be rested. I was like, yeah, you know, I may as well, I'll, I'll, I'll go for 6.30 kind of finishing time. And I kind of chatted to the, I chatted to the guys and they were kind of like, you know, it's, it's good that you've got the belief that you can do that, but like, wh where's the evidence? And, you know, maybe it's that training run, but, you know, um, like, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a long distance and whatnot. And, and it, kind of, it kind of made me change my mind because kind of what I was going into this race, my main, the main thing that I wanted to get was, um, was the GB vest. And, and I said that to those guys and they was like, look, come forth, you might get the vest and that might be a win for you, you and you can work on that. And it, and it kind of, yeah, it really, um, yeah, kind of stopped me kind of, I guess, uh, probably going out at a bit of a stupid pace. And I think, I think had, I, had I done that, I think I would have blown up. So I'm glad I didn't do that. Um, and so, so basically my kind of race strategy was that I, I thought I'd, I'd sit near around the front. If people were going to go off to, like, I, I thought I'd go out at 6.40 pace, as in, finishing pace and I thought if people go out harder than that then good luck to them and I, I mean a couple of guys did there was one Irish guy that <laughs> must have been going out at 620 pace and I remember I remember thinking I'm going to enjoy catching you mate because there's no way, you, there's no way you're finishing this race doing that and I enjoyed that <laughs> and, then, um, and then yeah so I kind of just I just sat with a with a with a front pack and um I hadn't seen Tom Payne in ages so me and him were just having a catch up so that was nice um and then, yeah, then basically I was, I was thinking I was in my head, I was going to make a move at, at, after 40 miles. Um, but then a couple of the, couple of the other English guys kind of surged a bit of 50 K and a little bit, a little bit further. And, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you. Cause I, I think I can hold this pace. And then I think it was just one of those times that happens in a marathon. I just felt amazing. And I think I did a couple of miles at six minute mile pace. And I, I remember in my head, I was thinking, I think I can do this to the end, to be honest. And that's not true. And it, that didn't happen. But um, um, I mean, but I must admit, you know, 10 miles to go, I was kind of thinking, I wish I'd waited a bit longer, to be honest. And like, I was, um, I don't know, you, you, probably, you probably heard me, like my, my girlfriend was at the finish and I was making sure she was kind of giving me uh, splits on where Jason and Ollie were behind me. Because, well, actually, from, from, 30, from about from halfway, I really needed to go to the toilet. I and remember then, that. I remember that. <laughs> I was then, like, um, uh, I just remember like going, oh, you were running with us. I'm like, aye, aye, lads. And then, uh, well, you didn't say that because you're near Scottish, but uh, that was like, I was wondering, I wonder if he had a shite or a piss. And that's all I could think of. And then all of a sudden, you just went for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I had, I had, um, I had a piss after about, oh, I think after about 10 miles, which I was, I was just like, you know, you know, weak blood or whatever. And then, yeah, 23 miles, I had, I had a shit. And um, <laughs> I, was, well, I was thinking, I was like, look, just get it. Like, the thing is, I'd, I'd had, when I'd, when I'd done a previous ultra before, I'd had some really bad issues. And I was like, just deal with this now at 23 miles and you, and you can catch up. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, the only reason why I well, I think I I think I caught back after two laps and uh but only because I was like I just thought they were gonna surge. I was like, if that was me, I'd I'd mm. surge. And yeah. so I thought, you know what, and I'll just I'll just couple of laps and um yeah, yeah, I can wow, a bit quick. That's incredible. I mean, you know, I can't put surgeon in a hundred k and it, to, you know, together, like you know, surgeon in a mile race. That's that's about as far as I'll go. But <laughs> like, I, w- I was watching you run, and you were just—I mean, you just looked phenomenal. Like you looked so strong throughout. Um, and yeah, like just what a what a breakthrough! What a breakthrough! Hundred k for you as well. Like, how are you feeling after? Yeah, I mean, I'm delighted to be honest. I kind of, I, it's always been a, it, it's always kind of been a distance. I kind of said to people, I've always been, I reckon I can nail that. But then I don't yeah. know. When it got to the race, I was like, it's all right saying it. And like, yeah. you know, I've had, I've had ultras which have gone, you know, been a nightmare. So yeah, it's kind of nice to kind of like have delivered, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's and that's um. Automatic selection for the GB team, I believe, as well. Which, uh, yeah, um, must feel pretty awesome too. You know, that's, uh, yeah, <laughs> just phenomenal. So, what's, um, you know, from from that perspective, what's like, you, you know, what what your background's a marathon, isn't it? It's marathons, and is that right? He's like, a, a two nineteen man. That's a boy. Hanging about. So, my background's my background's a bit. My background's a bit weird. It kind of is, um, it's kind of a bit all over the place. I kind of ended up doing, um, my my mate and brother was signing up for, a, I mean, I've, I've kind of like run just casually, like um, since since like university, but kind of, I, I kind of signed up, I don't know, when I was 23, so about 10 years ago, I signed up to a half marathon and ended up doing um, a pretty good time for kind of just, just, just rocking up. But yeah. then, um, Around, I think that around that was that was a time like kind of that book Born to Run had come out, which probably everyone's read here. And I remember kind of being quite um, more captured with kind of the ultra kind of stuff straight away. Um, so like the first kind of so kind of a year after starting into running, I kind of signed up for the Transalpine Run, which is that two hundred miles over eight days. Um, and then obviously I, I finished that, but you know got injured <laughs> as you can imagine from basically not really training. Yeah, and then I kind of, I kind of sort of, um, kind of yo-yoed around. I kind of did a couple of road marathons because I thought, oh, I'll do that. Kind of, I was always a little bit more interested in the trail kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so did a couple of road marathons, then went to do, um, did race to the stones, um, and then I was like, yeah, I kind of, what did I do? I kind of did, I sort of did. Oh yeah, then then. Actually, funny enough, after each kind of year, every every year, I'd kind of do a load of races and then get injured and have three months off. And I kind of just wasn't doing it right. So then I kind of decided I was going to just focus on kind of one race at a time. So I guess the kind of a good year for me was 2018, where I did my first um, 100 mile, which was North Downs Way, and won that. But then after that, I was like, all right, I'm going to go back and do a marathon now. So then went and did... A marathon um like yeah 229 then i was like all right i'm gonna go back and do an ultra now and then did the centurion track ultra like a bit of a year yeah. later and um and actually i actually that's that was in 2019 i actually nearly gave up running 
after that. I kind of, I'd done like a whole year of training for an ultra and I'd just been training constantly on my own. And I just got, I got fed up of it and I had like, um, I don't know, I just, I think, I think it was just more just training on my own for ages. And then, um, then basically my friend, um, Steph, who kind of, uh, they, Clap and Chase has had a group kind of led around getting her, um, well, to the Olympics, I guess. And Steph, Steph Davis, she's a TRS yeah. regular, mate. We're, uh, oh, she's a, <laughs> you don't you yeah. worry. Yeah. So, so obviously she'd been training with Phil and and, um, and they'd been kind of doing some good things. And I was like, oh, I was like, look, I, I don't know. I just decided to give the marathon another go. Uh, and then started uh, training on, on, with her um, under Phil Kissy. And then, yeah, basically, I mean, ended up doing a half marathon after with those guys and running in, running a 67 and I honestly never thought like I was kind of capable of that. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, I was going, I was going for 70, so I was going for quick, but kind of did that. And I was like, I did not expect that. So then kind of was like, right, look, well, I'm going to kind of, I just kind of in, in, had in my head, I was like, I'm going to try and get, um, go for a 220 marathon and kind of try and tick that off. Um, and so, well, COVID happened. And so then that kind of got delayed and then just did over 220 at Cheshire and then, then then yeah did, did the 219 I mean I've kind of just so then and then now I've done the 100k it's kind of um it's kind of jumped around a bit but I don't know from all that kind of what I've kind of realized is I just love marathon training that's a kind of yeah. uh, and that's kind of nice. pretty much what I did for this um and like training with tra- training with that group um has just been uh, yeah, just just absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I've been really lucky that there's a guy there um, called Nick Bowker, and me and him mm. have always been in training, like really, we've always been really similar abilities. And ha- having him to kind of do pretty much all my sessions with was just amazing because we'd we'd had like a two year period where we'd pretty much do all our sessions together, and maybe one of us would turn up and I don't know, not quite feel it, and then so the other would kind of pull him along, and then it kind of flipped the other session. So like pretty much every session I was doing was just a really good quality session. Yeah. And I don't know if you've, well, if you've spoken to Steph, so you probably know kind of the crazy training sessions that Phil gives us. Um, so yeah, so it's been a bit... Um, well, one thing I've got to ask, right? You know, I mean, I was going to say you didn't really lap me, but uh, I mean, you would have you, you lapped me many a time if I kept going. Uh, but uh, do you, you look ripped, man. Like, do you do weights or anything like that? <laughs> Do you, want the rest I, of us, do you want the rest of us to bugger off, Carl? You guys have a, what is a that? little chat. <laughs> no, that's no. Uh, like, do you do like, what is that, you know, just while we're on the training subject? Um, I don't do, no, I don't do anything. Oh, I right. should. I, I, every now and then I'll, I will do like one gym session, but like, um, yeah, it's was, it was quite funny. We, we went like, again, those guys kind of went and did like a little training um. So Rose and Steph were out in Mercia doing a block before kind of Seville and me and my mate Ross and a few of us kind of went out and we we went to the gym and like the girls were like just lifting way heavier than us. (laughs) We were just like, just not doing anything. Um, No, and you know what, it's kind of, I've always known that I should, um, should be doing weights because like, especially kind of going into ultra and I don't know, it's kind of, I guess it's been the, the case of, working full time you just don't feel like you've got the time in it and I always mm. like like I, I, I like um I try and do well like for this I try to try and do mostly 100 mile weeks but like before like for London I was doing probably 80 mile weeks and I kind of I guess I think I had the wrong mindset in that I was always like well 
you know, I think, you know, specificity is really important in running. So like I should try and get my miles up first before I start doing that. Whereas actually that's probably not true. And actually probably if I sacrificed an easy run once a week for a gym session, given the fact I don't do any gym work, that would, that would probably help. Um, I mean, that's definitely something I'm going to look to mm. do for, for worlds, but um, I realize I'm leaving games on the table, but much like probably everyone here, I just find going to the gym really boring. Yeah. I'd rather be mm. <laughs> So we so that's we're gonna we'll come back to you for the what's coming up. You teased us there, the world, which is super exciting. I'm keen to hear from Alison because last time we spoke to you, Alison, was after Dublin, and you probably made I think I'm from what I've seen the results, the biggest improvement. I mean, what an amazing run you had on on Saturday. You were eight oh two, eight oh two, and you were what you were in what something like nine and a half in Dublin from memory. Yes, I mean, the ninety minutes. That's amazing. Oh, so how? So I want to hear about your run. I also want to hear how you've taken ninety minutes off because that is just so. That's just so impressive. Yeah, if you, if you remember, you spoke to Adrian before the, the race. Yes, um, and you went. You know, you were interested to see what I could do, and I thought, well, that's a challenge. So <laughs> nice, nice. nice. Um, but after Dublin, I I just sat down and figured out, you know, what went wrong, and you know what improvements I had to make. Um, so I could either try the same again or just make a complete change. I changed about 85, 90% of my training. So um, wow. just a complete, you know, I knew it didn't work. Um, and then just had a really good training block right through winter. And then a good 12 weeks up to the race. And, and the race just flowed like magic. Amazing. <laughs> so. Absolutely amazing. I was absolutely delighted for you. It was just uh, 8 or 2. I know. It's, I mean, that would, I mean, two years ago, that would have been the winning, I think would have been the winning time. Uh, Sophie Mullins was around about that. Adrian will no doubt correct us. Uh, it ate us in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my question is, um, like, you know, you, you said you changed, what, 85 to 90%. You might not want to give away your secrets, Alison, but if you, if you, if you do want to divulge and, uh, you know, generalise or be specific of, what what was different about it compared to this time around? Um, so a lot of it, and that sounds a bit like I don't know, a lot of it was mental. Yeah. Um, mm, okay. I looked at the, yeah. So I looked at the, you know, the mental side of running. How, like, we know how hard it is to loop round and round and round, um, yeah. over that distance. Um, so just, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts I listen to, um, every morning on the way to work, and just just learned off of so many people and um, had really good mentors along the way as well. Um, and just, I don't know, just all came together. And can I ask what you were, what, what did you, what sort of shape did you think you were in? I honestly didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they asked what, it was Sean that asked what time, you know, I was going for and I, I just said eight hours because it's a nice round number. So. Nice. <laughs> Um, and your splits are nice because you look like you picked it up in the middle of it and you at the end it looks like it got quite tough which I guess is normal uh but that I thought was quite it was nice to see that sort of it was you know it looked quite it looks really really controlled with a bit of a lift for a lot of it yeah so there were I had a few p stops as well um first couple hours and during that I kind of I started worrying I thought this is going to be a long a long 100k from you know my stomach's upset but it just seemed to settle down after about 20 miles and then and 50 miles happened um and it, I don't know I was just in a really nice place and just 
was kind of a bit meditative. Um, oh, just amazing. going around and, and just watching what was going on and seeing everyone else and a bit of chat and things. So it was just a great atmosphere, which made it all the easier. So. I might, I might be in, you know, I'm sure someone's going to say this, but I've got to say the Scottish women's team were the happy, they were just buzzing. They were all so happy. Ask moody bastards, the, the lads, like, you know, <laughs> maybe not as <laughs> happy. And I can say that because I was one of them. <laughs> Especially when you see a, a picture of Joe sat on the throne smiling. That I mean, that's, uh, that says it all. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, I mean, you, you just, every, you're just so happy. And, and I know Lynn's not here today, but I remember going uh, past Lynn um, and she just was buzzing the whole time. She was just so happy, you know, she just had such a heart, you know, just really enjoying it. And I just think this is what it's about, you know. Uh, you know, I'm like, you know, old man Greg here, like just being all moody and down and out. Like, I mean, I was I was happy inside, like, but just, uh, you know, <laughs> just to, the, to the positive energy that you had, you know, that was fantastic. So, well, let's stick with the, let's stick with the Scottish women. And Joe, so Joe, welcome to TRS. And someone else who's who's found time, I think, compared to um, compared to well, your last outing in the Scotland Vest was Perth two years ago, right? Three years ago? Uh, no, that was my first Scotland Vest. I did it just in the Open race three years ago. Ah, you weren't in the Scotland team then, okay? I was running around thinking, there's all those people in national vests. They must be really <laughs> good. And then, like, yeah, weirdly, amazingly, I got picked. So. Um, and so, how how was your how how was your run? You were, I mean, you again. I'm looking at the numbers here. You were. I mean, yeah, you took six. You were six minutes quick, and you were uh, in 2019. So, yeah, how was I it? Was flying in the first half, I had a really ambitious target, and I thought it's probably a bit too quick, but I'm going to go for it. And I was pretty much bang on at halfway, and then as I hit halfway, my legs just completely seized up. And oh. so I had my own little 50k suffer fest, and I just went into 24 hour mode and just ground the miles out and loved every minute of it. Oh, fantastic. 24-hour mode. <laughs> Maybe that's what you're missing, Kyle. Did you not go to that mode? No, I've already been in that mode and it didn't go for 24 hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm still trying to get to that distance. No, that's... Uh, but, sorry, well, go ahead, well, Joe, like, you know, just tell us a little bit about your background, you know, as a 24-hour runner. If that's, you know, that, that's your, your main... Mm. Is that where you come from, is it? Um, yeah, well, I did Perth three years ago just to see whether I could do a lapped race because I was thinking about doing a 24 and then I went out to Tooting that autumn and did the 24 hour there and got ah, right. 21k um, which was pretty wow. good yeah wow Jeez, wow. <laughs> wow that's amazing absolutely amazing so, so yeah that, at the yeah. advanced age I finally found something I can do <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Adrian Joe is forgetting to say that she won the ladies race at Tooting back then. oh you ultra runners are also humble and uh, very well. Congratulations! And that's uh, so you. That, yeah, that's that's quite that is super impressive. Super impressive. So, what? Where do you see yourself? Are you more of a twenty-four runner or hundred k? Where do you see yourself now? Um, yeah, twenty-four is probably my best distance. I got selected the last two years for the British team, but both the worlds and the Europeans got cancelled. So oh no! Selected twice, and then the rug pulled out from underneath me both times. So when when would the next opportunity be for that? Um, the next race is the Europeans this year in September. Okay, okay, so, um, great. In the, the hands of the selectors now. So oh, surely, know. surely. There's a lot of really good competition. We've got such strength and depth in the squad now. It's really good. Oh, wow. Well, fingers crossed. 
So that that's the that that runs off the Scottish ladies team. Don't worry, we're going to come back. We've got a few things we want to ask around. Jumping to the men, Rico. So the I've, I'm I'm just Rico. Uh, we're I can't, I've lost count of how many times you've been on TRS, but I mean it's a mixture of of I mean they're so impressed with the time, heartbreak about heartbroken about the the position for you. How how was the race for you? Uh, well, uh, yeah. Listen to what Jason said. It felt very similar to Jason until the point where he said that he expected to slow down and he didn't. And I kind of expected to slow down. And initially I didn't. And then I started to feel the first bits of cramp. And I thought, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go down this cramp road. I don't want this to get worse. So I, um, I kind of consciously decided to slow down. I stopped chasing Jason. I stopped chasing uh, Matt and Ollie and thought I'm in fourth place. That's what I want. And the time's okay. That's, uh, that's, that's fine. Well, obviously I'd have rather been in first place, but uh, I, I was never going to catch these guys. Um, and then I think my head just went because I decided that I wasn't chasing anymore. And I forgot that people existed behind me. And then uh, I, I started to slow down to initially to protect my hamstrings, which were cramping. And then I just continued to slow down. And to be honest, I, I just lost the fight. I think in, uh, uh, in the last two laps, I got overtaken by three people and mm. I even stopped for a pee and I stopped to stretch my, my, my hamstrings. And I don't think I need to do either of those things. If you, I carried on needing a pee for 97 kilometers carrying however much weight of piss. And then, <laughs> and then I decided with a lap and a half to go that actually I'd quite like to stop and have a piss. And uh, I have no idea. It's, I suppose it's a lack of glucose in the brain. It makes you do stupid things. But mm. I ended up uh, missing out on being in the top six by five seconds. Mm. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm having a week of sulking, but uh, quite yeah, nice. there, there are, some positives to take. I, I felt I was in great shape before the race, and uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, can... to run. I mean, six fifty one. I mean, hell of a time. You know, you're up. You're up there all in the all timers now for Scotland. How how aware were were you of the gap to those behind you? Uh, or is it, to be honest, or is it, it, yeah, really stupidly in my head. The moment I passed people, they ceased to exist. I kind of, when I was in a bad place, I thought that everyone behind me was in uh, a similar place. And I, yeah, obviously there's no, there's no logical reason for thinking that. But a few years ago, I don't know, Jason will remember this. Jason and I did the, the Larry Grew race. And there were, uh, there were a group of three of us that were second to fourth. And we got down into the forest uh, kind of, when it gets faster uh, in uh, Rocky Mercus. And that's where I thought I was going to put the hammer down and leave these guys behind me. And I tried to put the hammer down and I couldn't, and I was absolutely done. And I remember thinking when Jason and this Australian guy got a few yards on me, I just kind of gave up at that point because I decided that I was fucked and they were fine. But then I spoke to Jason at the finish and he'd also been feeling the same way. And then, so there I learned from that race that always remember that the guy just in front of you is as uh, 
struggling as much as you are. Mm. But what I've taken from this is always remember that the guy behind you that's paced it a little bit better might be mm. struggling a little bit less than you. And mm. <laughs> to to keep putting the hammer down and uh, keep them behind you. But so of course, yeah. Chris Chris is the man who um, is, I think is it four times you've never been overtaken in the second half of the London Marathon. Is that uh, right? Or is it three times? Uh, I've, I've run three times, yeah. I've run three, three times. times yeah. So it's uh, that, that sort of late overtakes, maybe not that, uh, you're not used to it. Yeah, perhaps. And London has stopped producing that stat, so it's more difficult. I need to, <laughs> to actually verify manage it. count it now. <laughs> well, fingers, well, fingers crossed that the, the selectors look favourably and, and, you know, at least as a, 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 surely you're in pole position to be a reserve anyway. For, so fingers crossed for that. Um Moving through the team, so Rob and someone else who's uh, you've been on TRS before, stalwart of the Scottish 100k team and, and other ultra teams. And you know, we were talking last week about your consistency at, at the distance, and you know, I, I'm, I'm really interested to see how you feel about it. But seven, what, 701, 702, that's uh, I mean, you, you, you just keep knocking them out, mate. How was, how was the race for you? <laughs> uh, that wasn't the race I wanted, to be honest, 702. Okay. Um, I'll tell you about that in a minute. First, I'd just like to say well done to Matt and Joe. Absolutely fantastic runs. Um, I, I can't wait to see how you got on. I'm sure you'll be picked for the World Champs. I can't wait to see how you got on there. I think it's going to be a fantastic event for you both. Um, and then over to Adrian, the organisation of that race is second to none. I've been in a few 100k road races, particularly ACPs across the UK, and by far, Perth is the best one. Um, and I hope it stays that way. I'd actually like them all to up their game a wee bit to get to the Perth level, to be honest with you, to make it a much better experience for all the runners. Adrian, sort them out. Um, <laughs> like <it>. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, um, I think I'm pretty similar to Chris. I think I'm I really disappointed um, in my time. Um, I came into this race in far better shape than I was in 2019. Um, all the training that I'd done... All the numbers that were coming out of all of that were showing me that I was in much better shape and went out with Jason, Kyle and Chris at the beginning. Uh, I think we went through 50k and 320, something like that, just over 320, 321. I felt really good. Um, I did have some problems with my stomach in the first half of the race. and if, I don't use Strava, but you can see in my Garmin trace the, the dips of me in the toilet um, mm. on a number of occasions. And... If I'm honest, I never get any better throughout the race. And then at 50, 50 miles, I think I was sitting in fifth place or something like that. Um, and the lap I was on, Jason and Chris already left me, but I was I was feeling pretty comfortable, pretty happy with where I was. Um, still sitting, probably sub, I think it was sub 6.45 pace. So I was really happy with that. I might have slowed a wee bit, but I couldn't feel my feet. Um, my feet com- went completely numb. Uh, over a couple of laps, which is very unusual. Never had that before. However, I did use new shoes that I've never worn before mm. beyond 30 miles in training. So uh, luckily I brought another pair of shoes with me and and we had a, a Formula One style pit stop when I got mm. back to start finish line. I was basically sitting and I, got, I don't know who they were, but it was some, two people were holding me up by the arse cheeks. And uh, James was looking off to my kit bag to put my, my other shoes and put them on my feet. And uh, I thought, this is great. I could feel my toes again. 
started running and got to the England tent and thought, oh, my left shoe's not tied tight enough. It's going to, it's going to slip off. So whoever tied my left shoe, you're in trouble. But I had to, I had to stop and tie my shoe. And um, when I started up again, I just felt absolutely dreadful. Um, and it never came back. It never came back at all. I couldn't eat anymore. I couldn't drink anymore. And from 50 miles, that last 12 miles was just an absolute slog. But um, I got it finished. And I think that was the main thing for me because I didn't finish in Dublin last year because of hamstring mm. problems, which were absolutely fine throughout this race, which I was really happy about. But um, certainly some problems with my nutrition. Um, okay. Certainly some problems with my shoe choice. Um, so, so, you know, for me... Um, I knew I was in shape to hang with these guys, maybe not with Matt and Chris and uh, Matt and um, Jason, but um, I certainly thought I should have been up there with, with the rest of them, and I wasn't. Mm. Really disappointing. Um, I probably won't get another chance given my age, but um, that's just the way it works out. Uh, I think that rubbish. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's quite the case. I'm interested with the shoes though, because as, a, as someone who's you know not I'm don't run further than marathon. I'm, I'm intrigued to find that. I sure you've run 30 miles. You mean that you've run a 30-mile run in them or you've only run 30 miles total? No, I've run I've run a number of 50Ks in them and I've run one 40-miler in them. And you would still say that's not like... I know the shoes that I wore on, on Sunday, but the same model. Ah, right, I see. Okay, it was a new shoe then? Yeah, I mean, I've run okay. maybe 10, 15 miles in them. Okay, uh, wow, well, yeah, still... But I think hmm. I'd all do stuff like that anyway. So it's not, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting my, my feet to freeze up like that. But that no, was... it's not an X percent by any chance, is it? No, the reason I ask is I read an article last week about there's a couple of different factories across uh, Taiwan and another Nike factory that there's apparently a quite a known discrepancy between the, the sizing and the type of foam used. <coughs> next percent. No, I didn't know that, but no, they weren't the next percent. That was what the okay. stopped for them. I put on. Ah, right. On to start with. Okay. Um, it was alpha flies around the first 50 miles in and then switched to vapor flies. Ah, right. Okay. And, well, I mean, that's, uh, that, that's, it's amazing. What, I find it, I still find it amazing what can happen over that sort of distance. Um, and I guess it must be even more so in a marathon. That whole, do you have that feeling of this is one day that it's all, you know what I mean? It's not like you can't run 100K every weekend. You've got, you've got two opportunities a year max, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty like it's pretty much like that. I mean, I don't think I won't ever run a hundred k again. I'll definitely do it, but I think there was there was such a lot riding on this year. Okay, um, little championships come up, which I'm sure you'll come on to. But mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm glad I finished. It was a half decent time. I think that time would have won ACP many times in years gone by. So yeah, I can't be too disappointed with it. Absolutely. Um, um, and I finished as well. You know, it's my third quickest hundred k. Um, yeah, third quickest. So, um, yeah, I'm, quite, I'm happy. I'm delighted I finished. I'm delighted that I could slog it out. It maybe means that I've got, I've got what it takes to run 24 hours. Mm, interesting. We're gonna, we'll hold that thought. We're going to come back onto, onto what's next in the future. But last but certainly not least, John, the debutant. So, John, that was, uh, I mean, we, we're a guy we know on the circuit. It was great to see you call up the Scotland squad. Great to see you in, your, in a Scotland kit. I love the social media and all your, well, your Strava, about the pride of, Running for Scotland. Tell us about your debut for for Scotland. Sure, Tom. <laughs> yeah, it's um, certainly um, some major imposter syndrome going on here uh, against these guys. Yeah, that's that's my role tonight, uh, John. I assure you that. 
Yeah. No, no, it's um I see yes, they told me um the, the just the experience. Yeah, I knew it was gonna be a big deal running for Scotland, especially in Scotland. Um but yeah, I wasn't prepared for just the level of support around the course. Um so yeah, absolutely loved that. Um as for my race, I, I think I executed the race pretty well. Um, felt good all the way around, um, finished fairly strong. Um, ultimately, it wasn't the time I was hoping to run, but I think that was probably um, in the training that I lost that. It's just not been the best build-up for me. Um, I got selected before for that 2020, mm-hmm. and then all the COVID stuff, I think I was better shape then, doing better sessions, um, and just the way things have worked out over the last few years. Um yeah, I didn't feel I was in my fist, but I executed the race well, and I, I think I, I know I've got potential to go faster. Um, and at the end, I felt I felt I ran a really good end to the race. Um, I didn't seem to get passed away by anyone apart from the guys laughing me. I think the only person who probably overtook me at the end um, was Joe. <laughs> we ended up on the, crossing the line onto the last two laps, uh, sort of neck and neck, and well, she's just too strong for me to, to keep with. But to see her... Um, going around and how happy she was um, just uh, spurred me on to sort of chase, chase after uh, certainly lost a bit of ground in her but just uh, seeing that witnessing that first hand uh, yeah, yeah, great stuff And was it the the? how did it compare the experience of running 100k compared to what you were you were expecting in the, in that in the ACP and you know with the, the sort of Scotland vest on your back and all the that added element how, how did it compare to how you expected um, yeah, I mean, I was asking my first time, I've never raced 100k um, at all, <laughs> um, so making a debut at the distance. Wow, distance and, and vest, wow. Yeah, um, yeah. so I had yeah, no idea on either, uh, but both of them actually um, surpassed my expectations. Uh, the team side, yeah, let's say, what I've learned from watching the other guys, um, what my parents who were my crew have learned from watching the other crews and the mistakes I made mm. coming from a more sort of trail running background. Um, yeah, there's a lot of lot of stuff to be sort of increased there in terms of pace. Um, yeah, the distance, to be honest, I didn't find the distance that bad. <laughs> um, and it was a, it's a long way. Uh, <laughs> I ran it completely by feel uh, rather than uh, on my watch trying to run a certain pace. So I think that helped. I just sort of eased into it. Um, and my last big race was the 24 hour down at Gloucester. So compared to that, you know, it's quite short. <laughs> yeah, that, that's quite short, just casual, casual 100k. Well, I think you're all, you are all, uh, I know there's some slightly disappointed, and obviously some rightly so on Cloud9, but you've all done incredibly. It's, it's uh, the ACP. I remember I was, I felt the sort of enthusiasm when a lot of you came on last time and how much, how great the event is. You see the, the expertise and passion that Adrian puts into organizing an event like this and it just seems the coverage has been incredible of one event and what a uh, performance from you all it's quite inspiring for us uh, non-ultra runners to to see and I include you in that Kyle I include you in that don't worry someone's asking what your rice pudding PB is oh, is, that, <laughs> is that end at John right. yeah. I think it yes. <laughs> that was me asking that yeah <laughs> I've got to go ahead in case you felt uh, yeah although you've just yeah anyway <laughs> Tell us your rice pudding PB. Never timed it, Kyle. So why? What does that even mean to the listeners? I think it'll be probably uh, comparative with how quickly I could down a pint. I think they're probably neck and neck at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I don't, I don't, I don't. 
Chris, Chris suggested a, a rice pudding mile, so yeah, beer Interesting. mile. Interesting. Yeah. Rice pudding mile. Oh, rice pudding mile. Can you pudding do four mile. pints of rice pudding? Oh, pints of rice pudding. Oh. Well, the thing is, if you do it, it depends on it depends on the consistency of the rice pudding, and whether you could you put it in pints. But well, on that note, so we're I think we're gonna we're gonna keep moving around the screen, but keep it a bit quicker. So I'd like to hear from each of you. What was the what was your what if you had to change one thing from Saturday? What was what was your highlight and regret from from the weekend? And we'll go with we'll go with you first, John, since you you were just on. Certainly, the highlights uh, sort of being selected for Scotland and just the magnitude of that. Yeah, words can't do it justice. Um, thing about change, yeah, definitely um, sort of build up. Um, my lack of long run joy. Yeah, I've, I've run a long distance uh, or a lot of distance over the years, but the last six months, um, yeah, no real sort of long stuff. So, yeah, be me. Interesting. Um, Joe, you next. Oh, just being on home soil with friends and family was absolutely amazing. Like, could not have had a better day out. Perfect weather, perfect team, just great support. Loved it. Um, absolutely no regrets at all on the day. We get that tattooed next. I love it. No, re- no, re- no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> Jason. Um, highlights for me. The result, obviously, um, but to be honest, mainly just the volume uh, as we were coming through past the crew tents every single lap, and especially towards the end, just the, the support there was phenomenal. I, I mean, I felt like I was going deaf towards the end. It was just absolutely amazing. Um, <clears throat> regrets, probably uh, the one lap that I came past that I was a little bit rude to Chris Cowley, who was phenomenally crewing me throughout the race. But on the previous lap, I'd asked for some Coke and he passed me some in a cup instead of giving me the bottles that I had with a sports top. So on the next lap round, I told him that a cup of Coke was absolutely fucking useless and to give me my bottle. <laughs> such so a, you're if such Chris a Cowley's David listening or watching, I'm sorry for that. But in the moment, it was what needed to be said. You were allowed one diva moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing that the diva, the diva is associated with success. We've got Joe and our, our Beyonce, Tora, Tora Lou, and then we've got Jason that is, is uh, kicking off. I have nightmares <laughs> about Coke in a cup, honestly. Let's uh, so look, keep a look. Matt. How about you? And we've got an additional question coming for you. Do you regret your post piss sprints? Didn't they make the last 10k harder? <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably did. Um, probably shouldn't have done that. I should have, I think the regret is I should have just banged a few Imodium before the start of the race to, uh, <laughs> to avoid that situation in the first place. Um, I'm not going to, right, distant on, on that talk, right? I'm, I'm going to keep this anonymous, but I, I'm, in, I'm sure everyone within this will, will, will know, but someone on the course managed to pee while they were running early on. So, you know, oh, yeah, and, I knew that was. We, we, and, and I just, and we all know who this is, but I'm not going to say because uh, there's people, officials who who might be listening to this. You're not allowed to do that. Tom, Tom, that's all we're going to say. But all right, okay, sorry. But that is a coach at our club who we shall remain nominous. I've been was, told that's like the way to do it in America. It was from, I, I, think, I, I think there's I, a few I, people. I, I mean, I, I, I DNF'd, so I can say I tried doing it and I couldn't. Yeah. Is that not where you is that not why you wear black shorts and why you should never 
Wear a white gusset. We wore blue shorts. Oh, blue shorts, right. Interesting. So we know, there we go. Which causes that problem. There, there was also someone who I'll also keep an eye on. It. There we go. There was also someone who will remain anonymous who said on their Strava that they did just piss themselves towards the end a couple of times. Right, okay. That's uh, <laughs> that done I'd be able to do it. But I mean I I, I, I could I would. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say I've still got clear memories of uh, Chicago Marathon coming past someone who had, who and it, it was everything was coming out. You know, I think it's I think you, you must be in a certain place. That's only marathon. We're gonna do a different round of how many times you stop the toilet next, actually. But um, keeping going, Joe Newins, regret and highlight. For me, the regret is getting the pacing just slightly too ambitious and going out too hard because I lost over half an hour in the second half. So mm. definitely room for improvement there. But the highlight was just being part of the Scottish team and the support and just the whole atmosphere. It was absolutely mind-blowing. Amazing. Alison? Um, pretty similar to the highlight. Just the people um, and the whole day, really, the weather. Um, and I just say, Joe's our team captain. Um, and you can, you can go to Joe with absolutely anything. Honestly, you can ask her about mostly about Pee and poo we talked about, but it's <laughs> <laughs> just, just really supportive and you know just there for the whole team. That's great. Fun. I didn't realize you were captain, Joe. That's cool. Yeah, last minute stepped in. <laughs> and Rob too. And Rob as well. And ah, okay. That's at least the other things don't get publicized. What an honor to have the the captains on as well. Uh, my regret was probably my third pee because I I missed eight oh two by thirty four seconds. Oh, so, <laughs> so we know how long you take to pee then, uh, Alison. Uh, Rico? Um, I think the, the highlight is just uh, what a brilliant event it was and the brilliant atmosphere. Uh, yeah, I, things went so smoothly on the day and everything was, was brilliant. And the regret is losing my head in the last 10 miles and letting... Mm -hmm. Uh, letting three people pass me that I, I I don't think I should have let let pass me, as I said. Rob, uh, yeah, regrets for me will be my shoes and nutrition choices on the day. Um, I think the highlight echoing everybody else. I think um, I actually felt a wee bit like a fan club out there because every time you ran, people people just shout your name and things. It was great. Um, I think the support from everybody in the open race and around the actual park itself was just absolutely fantastic. Um, I don't think you'll get that anywhere else, like I said before. So yeah, that's that's been that was a highlight for me. Such a good day. Nice, Kyle. Let's hear it. Oh, I thought it would be. I I didn't think I would get asked a question. No, I haven't no. really thought about it, but I, well, I mean, you know, my highlight is, as everyone else has said, just the team. The camaraderie, not just in the Scottish team, but just the whole event, just how friendly and supportive everyone is in the team. Like the English, they were supporting, they were saying my name. I didn't know why they knew my name, but uh, just the the just the ultra running community is just a fantastic, uh, a fantastic group of people, um, and that just gives you a smile, even if I don't smile inside. Uh, sorry, outside, I, I smile inside. My, my my biggest regret, I mean, it's 
I was thinking about this just as you say it. Just not being able to piss while I can run, you know, like, <laughs> you know not practicing. That's that's my biggest regret. It's got to be. So nope. I mean, that yeah. would have cost. That, Need to learn the sponge technique, Kyle. <laughs> that, that's it. That's the difference between a GB qualifier and a DNF. Not being able Need to, to piss speak while. To Alexander, about that. How to get the sponge <laughs> down there? Get the sponge down there. <laughs> Well, Kyle, we're gonna we're gonna before we've had these guys on for an hour, we're gonna we're gonna go quickly to um, a round of talk, and I want to know from each of you. And Kyle, you're gonna start. What is your how many times you stop the toilet during the race? Because as a non-ultra, I find that very entertaining. And what what's your next plan? So we're gonna go round the the t- as the screen as I see it, Jason. Uh, I stopped to piss twice and stopped for number two once, and that was all in the first half. You don't have to break down, by the way, guys. You can just give me a single number. I don't need to. I don't need that. Nobody. Know, well, maybe some people. We don't can, need that. Can, can I actually just say, sorry, I'm taking up plenty of time here. But uh, when 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 I needed to stop for number two, it was about five minutes before the 50k race was starting, and there was actually a queue at the Portaloos as oh, I was approaching. No. And I just screamed up ahead. I just said, "I need a free toilet right now." <laughs> <laughs> One of the guys in the queue. He kind of, oh, he kind of noticed and, and held everyone back. But there was uh, a lady went up just as someone else was exiting, put her hand on the door to go in. And I just went, no! <laughs> and stopped her and just dived in. And I was really thankful because I was not willing to lose any time to that. Really? Very what good. a diva. <laughs> exactly, yes. So Jason, two diva <laughs> moments. You know, two diva moments. <laughs> One only. So what's, and what's next then? Uh, what's next is hopefully, uh, hopefully the, the world's in August. Um, nice. I think I've done done everything I can to uh, to try and ensure selection. Um, just need to wait and see. Hopefully, should hear in the next uh, next week or so. Fingers crossed, indeed. Joe Murphy, uh, <laughs> I can break it down. I've got a note. Um, so oh. five P stops in the first two hours, and another couple later on. And what I will say is, you rarely do a P without a poo. <laughs> but Hips it was probably coming out tonight. Oh, it was about just squeeze everything out. It was about three minutes of toileting over the whole race. Blimey, that's uh, that's yeah. uh, that's quite frequent. So what's next then? Same same for Jason. Yeah, fingers crossed. Although you you surely you and Matt are in a position where it's like it's a guarantee, right? It's uh, I thought it was yeah until it's on paper it's tough, but nothing but, in this life is guaranteed, Tommy. Well, okay, yes, yeah, <laughs> true, very true. Well, I, think, I, I thought that was automatic. The first first finisher under the A standard. Adrian, would you yeah. like to weigh, weigh on on this? You must you you must be more informed than us. Um, I can't be diplomatic without giving too much away. Um, the policy stated that if you ran inside the A standard, which is 6.45 for men and 7.55 for women, and you won the race, you had an automatic selection. Boom, there we have it. Congratulations. <laughs> Matt, Matt and Joe on paper, yes, have an automatic selection. That still has to be rubber stamped by selectors, who then have to get that rubber stamped by the powers that be at UK Athletics. There you go. Very good. I'm sure. I'm sure Mark Monroe and Ian Beatty will sort that out. No worries. That's, that's all good. Let's just say they're both in a good place. Good. <laughs> that's what we want to hear. I'm going to be. We're going. To, we're going around the clock. The screen here. John stops and next race. Three uh, toilet stops and uh, London Marathon. Still chasing that elusive uh, sub two thirty, which is escaping. Nice. So, yeah. nice. Nice. Very nice. I like it. Rico. 
Uh, one stop, which I didn't need to do late on. And uh, <laughs> next race, uh, not entirely decided, but I'm thinking uh, I might do Loch Ness Marathon in autumn. Nice. Adrian, how many times did you have to go to the toilet during the race? And what's your next race that you're organizing? Um, I went to the sports center once because <laughs> golden rule is the portal loser just for the runners. So you get diva status for that anyway. <laughs> I had to go off track to the sports center once. Yeah. My next race, believe it or not, as well as organizing the longest Scottish championship, the 100K, I also organized the shortest road race, which is the Scottish 5K champs, which is in just over a month's time. Oh. Excellent race. A very good race. Worth traveling for, Matt, if you're looking to sharpen up at any stage. That, then Edinburgh, that's, it's, I'm sure Adrian will sort it's you out as well. Scottish 5K burner, yeah. Right. If I could tidy up a few stats, just as an overview. Is that okay? Well, can I just, I'm going to, fit, we'll go around and we'll finish off with you. Give me literally two minutes. We'll go, Alison, stops oh, Alison. in the next race. Ali, sorry. Uh, three stops. And then I've got the West Highland Way in June, 10 weeks time. So Excellent. Very exciting. Joe Newins? Uh, two P stops for me. And next race uh, depends on whether I get selected for the European Championships for 24 hours. That's another, another one, fingers crossed. Matt? Uh, two stops and same as Jason Joe, hopefully um, a big race in August. Amazing. And last but not least, Rob? Uh, I had three one-two combo stops and <laughs> I also I'm going to trump everyone here I had two puke stops as well wow oh, that's a different territory there both ends it was and what, what's next for you uh, I'm actually doing the Edinburgh to North Berwick um, road race ah cool that's, that's a 20 miler 20 miler that's up here in Edinburgh runs ah. down here past my house so ah class i've always wanted to do that i was thinking it's like, i really love these point to point races that, that's cool very good well amazing and uh i've learned a lot about how many times you should shouldn't, shouldn't stop my i think chris you should have stopped earlier actually not 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 stopped i think an earlier stop is, is what you should have done well yeah if i'm gonna stop i might as well get rid of the weight at 20 miles rather than at 60 miles exactly but- you live and learn. So, Adrian, please, this would please let, let's hear the stats. Number one, I think we've got the title for Robbie Britton's next book, which is A Thousand Wrong Ways to Have a Pee or a Poo on a, in an Ultra Race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's up for it as well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of takeaways. Um, everyone has their own little problems and deals them in their own way, but even Rob, probably the most experienced runner has problems and still have to deal with them. So every 100K is different. You're always going to have problems. It's just how you deal with them on the day that matters. Um, Jason, I would say, as always, you're allowed one tantrum, but if you do it, make sure it's a bloody good one. <laughs> that's, that's the deal. You've got to make sure it's worth it. Um, and just on the overview, Matt and Joe's times are absolutely world-class. Let's just put it in perspective. It's all happening in a little park in Perth. All the locals come out with their dogs and their kids, and they, they don't know that there's actually world-class ultra runners running around their local park on a Sunday. And Incredible. we've never had a race in Great Britain in certainly as long as the Anglo-Celtic plate has been going of this depth, where seven guys have gotten to seven hours and three ladies under eight hours with two or three guys. Wow. Just and even 
Mark Innocenti, he was 702 in about ninth place, would have won the ATP many years recently. And even mm. sort of Amy, just over eight, and Ali, just over eight, they'd have won the ATP most years in the last 20 years, those times. It's like there's a buzz about 100K again, and it's like all of you guys have just moved everything up a notch. And it's really exciting. And just as an overview, some of you know the name Andy Milroy, who's like the, I mean, some people think I'm a bit of a stat geek. Andy's like me in another universe. He could tell you who the 24-hour record holder is for Bhutan, basically. Yeah. Um, I sent him the results and he looked, I said, when did this last happen? He said, you're looking back to the last London Brighton road races to have a field that quality or knocking nine bells out of each other over a, you know, 80K, 100K, yeah. Oh, wow. Impressive. So congratulations, guys, yeah. And girls. And girls, yeah, amazing. And I just, you can sense the, you, as you, you put it, it, almost like it's the, you know, people are getting, people being faster is making everyone faster. That's sort of, sort of it's almost, it feels infectious amongst these guys and girls. Yeah, and one of the keys is, is not just, it's always been ultra guys from the trails of the roads doing good stuff. But the last couple of years, there's people like Matt, you know, um, and Ollie to an extent, Ollie Garrett, who are competent marathon runners who are just prepared to give 100k a go and have got a year or two year plan to just say, okay, I'm going to give this a go and just see what I can do. Amazing. Kyle, is there anything else you'd like to, anything you want to, uh, you want to finish up with before we wrap up? Well, you know, I mean, you didn't ask me about how many pee stops I had, but I'll, I'll leave it to another day, you know? Sorry, well, please tell us. Please, I can uh, maybe please. answer. I think I saw a couple of those. Every, every Kyle wasn't... I, joke, I needed well, to we have... Saw it. We saw it for four laps. <laughs> <laughs> you were I was Joe and then decided... To, nah, it wasn't... Uh, yeah, I think I had a bit four number one. No, nah, in fact... You, you, were out, you were out as long as everyone else with Kyle, so that's, well, that's uh, a slightly yeah, different story. Six, five number ones in there. And in my next race is going to be Mozart 100 uh, in in June, but I need to get awesome. I need, I need to sort out what I'm, what what happened on Sunday. I'm still trying to figure that out. But anyway, um, but other than that, I mean, you know, firstly, just a a huge thank you to everyone, you know, to to rock up uh, at the the post ACP party, the Scottish party, and and Matt, who is now a an honorary Scott. Honorary, so, yeah. Uh, yep. Um, and uh, yeah, like, you know, it was a fantastic day and a huge thank you to, you know, like, as Rob said as well on the team for putting on such a spectacular race. And, you know, the, if it wasn't for the likes of yourself, Adrian, this wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't have had a race. We wouldn't have had these, this phenomenal performances. Uh, and maybe we, we might have had it in another course. It could have been a bad day. It could have been a hilly course. Um, so, you know, you've opened up some fantastic opportunities for the likes of uh, Matt and Jason and Joe uh, and maybe even changed their, their running lives, you know, which is just something you should be hugely proud of, Adrian. And, and just, you know, finally, just a, a massive congrats to the, the team as well, you know, the, for putting on the event, um, sorry, not the event, the organising the team like Debbie Martin Kinsani, uh, a huge inspiration to me. And you know, and, and and Sharon as well, uh, and and Mike for helping me out, and obviously everyone else who was at the event. So all the volunteers. So thank you so much for that as well. Um, but yeah, that's my uh, Oscar speech, Tom. Even though I didn't finish the race. Very good. No, you're you're to it. No, I'm, you've all done amazingly. Really done. Really good. And thank you so much for your time tonight, guys. Really appreciate getting you all on and giving up uh, an hour to chat to everyone. Adrian, over to you. He talked a lot about 
all the fast people today. It was an open race, and I just want to give a special mention to Andy Colcott, who finished the race in 11 hours and 54 minutes. Oh. Just inside wow. the car. But the, um, it's, that was his challenge. He wanted to run 100K. He wanted to try and do it in 12 hours. Did it for six of his I mean, and that's... Oh. Those of us who know how to bad race, that's that's a long time to be out. So hats yeah. off to Andy and everyone else who just took on the challenge. Brilliant. Mm. And, and one other thing, one number, I think it's number 175, who had a pair of tartan running shorts. We don't know. Yes. Oh. Joe, who is he? <laughs> I saw them. I don't know. I spoke and I commented. I said that I was glad he was flying the flag for us because we couldn't wear ours. I need to oh, amazing. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, We're um, going to get you a transfer for the World Champs, Joe, just to have on the, on oh, the arm. I'll just get a real one. Oh, there we go. There we go. Dedication. Brilliant. Well, well, uh, well, other than that, folks, we're going to, if you guys all sign off and we'll, um, we'll finish off the show. And, I'll, uh, I'll number 175, did you say? Yeah, I yes. think so. Now, if it's 175, it was Howard Wharton had the tartan shorts on. Oh, Howard, oh, thank Howard. you very much. That's <laughs> fantastic. It may have been 174, but I'm, I maybe I've... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're messing with me now, Kyle. Uh, Kyle, you've got a guy on here who has the name of every runner. I, I mean, you've got to be I, accurate when you throw out numbers here. Who's number 174? Francis McGaffney from the Five Star Run Club in Octorado. Oh, it could be him as well, maybe. <laughs> okay, well, if it's you, Anthony, thank you very much, but... Anyway, yes, thank you guys. We will. We're gonna. We're wait. Um, hopeful the GB announcements, and we'll maybe uh, we'll look forward to speaking to all of you. I'm sure before you next at some stage, whether it be ACP, other races you're doing, World Champs. But well done on the weekend. You've all done amazingly. Brilliant to hear hear you on on today. Thanks so much. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Cheers. 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 It's fantastic sad. sad to see everyone go it's like oh no Hi, yeah everyone. it's very sad but yeah really amazing I, I really enjoyed it last time after dublin when everyone came on and sim here it's just great to great to hear from everyone so we're yes yeah, so just us i think actually that we will probably maybe wrap it up there we can we've got next well, week where we can we can go through all the the other stuff that's coming up i, I think so i mean obviously there was uh you know aside from the usual race results we have um you know, maybe maybe quickly we can we can just chat quickly about the you know the Manchester Marathon. There was I don't think there was that many Scottish runners taking part in in the top level. Um, I think someone ran a a, a two nineteen. I can't remember who it was, but uh, this is terrible notes. Fraser Stewart. Fraser Stewart. I think yeah. it was a great a run. Really, 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 really great run. Great run and some fantastic results uh, coming from from those, which I suppose was mm-hmm. a Commonwealth Games trial race with Johnny Mellor getting the the two ten there. Um, yeah, and then we had the Becky this, Briggs as well. Yeah, big run from her two twenty nine. She was that's a big run from oh, her. Was she? Yeah, I think that might be a world champ standard as well. Although no, we're after that. We're after that time. I think possible. Anyway, and then you've got the there was the Scottish ten mile championships as well. Uh, there was a win for Annabelle Simpson of. Um, she was running for the University of West of Scotland. Uh, I don't know. Is that a change of club or is that just... Um, you know, uh, I think it might just be one of those academic allegiances. But anyway, a great run from her and a course record as well, which, uh, mm. which um, in, in her, her run from that was... Uh, uh, where are we? I think it was a 50 54. I think it was 54, 54 minutes. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, fifty-four ten to take the gold. Um, and um, and then Finola Ross was in the second place, uh, getting fifty-six thirty-six. And met Rabadine. Ginny Baran got a third place. Great run from her in third place too. So great run from uh, Robbie's uh, Robbie Simpson, Fat Simpson's other half, Ginny. Uh, in terms of the guys' performance, we had um, Big Johnny Glenn, who's been on the show before. Great run from him, sub, sub fifty minutes. Um, Glenn, jo- Glenn Johnson. Glenn Johnson, as he's known, right. on t- as he's known on TRS. <laughs> uh, a huge, you know, a big gap, a minute behind um, Mike Christophe in fifty thirty eight, with Dougie Selman getting a, a you know a fine tune up for his marathon prep in fifty forty nine. So there is your top three lads and lassies. And, Fantastic. And then other than that, I mean, obviously we had the ACP results. We've, we've kind of exhausted those. The Proms 3K was, uh, you know, the Athletics Trust Scotland Proms 3K was on last night, which, uh, you know, I was hobbling <laughs> around. <laughs> got to get this one in, Tommy. You've got to get this one in. It's not even 24 hours old yet, this race. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, tell us about it. That's it. Uh, and, you know, I can't even find the results of my own race that I organised. Uh, but anyway, we had uh, Mike, oh God, what's his name? Mike Hodkinson got the win and Elaine Christie got the win from the female side as well. Excellent. So yeah, other, other than that, that's uh, that's a really brief roundup. Um, two things we need to sort out though. Yes, is, uh, I know you're going to say. TRS run of the year. Week. TRS run of the week, you mean, not the year. Not the year, Jesus. I was going to say, crikey, that's a big call. It's a really, it's a really tough one. I think it's it's a flip. You've, I think you, it's Jason or Joe, but I, I think it's got to be Joe. Honestly, I think that Joe is is just proving herself to be at that sort of world class level, and she is, you know, one. I mean, they, they all are when it came on, but one of the most down to earth people you you meet for someone who is so good, and the way she ran that would have been. You know, you quite often see when people have a good run one year, the next year maybe you can you start pushing it a bit too far and you overcook it. But she, the way she's done it again, she's just done it again, absolutely smashed it. Incredible time, incredible execution. You know, in a Scotland vest, Scotland captain leading the team, and I mean you couldn't script it. And you look at the track in the race on the weekend. She, you know, she was Sam Amend and a few others went off, and she just ran. Her, looks like she ran her own race and and just got got her fair rewards. Incredible. I think it's got to be Joe. What, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think Joe's had it before. Uh, you know, I was maybe Jason's had it before as well, but you know, yeah. I, I tended to think Jason, it was a massive, a huge breakthrough performance for him. It was, the, yeah. Disappointment of uh, of last year, cramping up uh, just at the you know the last few laps uh, in that time. Like you know, that's third quickest. Mm. You know, Joe's time is phenomenal too. Um, so yeah, I, you know, for me, I think we're going to have to do a, a, a two-way, you know, maybe a, a two-way split here and go for Jason. Although, and- do you know, I've got, I, I think we can go. Let's go that. Let's. Go, we've done it before. We've given both it, but I've, I was so impressed with Alison. That is amazing to take that much time off. And I remember when she came on last year, she was a little bit. You could tell she felt like she had more. And I think I got the impression on the podcast last year, if she could run the ACP one week later, she would do it. She was ready to go again. Yeah. Meant one was hungry Absolutely. to go again. So really, I love it when you hear stories of people who go away, learn about how they've performed and, and changed. So yeah. equally impressive there. And our bloke in the TRS shorts, who we don't know his name. If, if, you, if you're listening on the live, Facebook Live, tell us. 
Um, 100%. You know, I feel really bad for, you know, going past him not knowing who he was. And yeah, apologies if you listen. Uh, but please, I'm going to have a look at the results and, and see if I can find yeah. out who he is and, uh, yeah, give him the, the recognition he, he truly deserves. I see Jason's commented on the Facebook Live saying that Joe ran a negative split. Aye, she was running 7-16 for the last... Um, That's bonkers. Miles. Absolutely bonkers. I mean, that, and, and Jason himself is... It's not like he was a slouch in the last couple of laps. I mean, it's I think a lot, a lot more he might have caught Matt, potentially. It's, it's yeah, just, uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. well done, all of you. So, Jason and Joe, you are the kings and queens yeah. of TRS this week. Exactly. There you go. Boom. Well, uh, you know, without further ado, let's uh, get your man, Ali McIver, to... So well, well I, so just I'm just to let you know I'm running at the French 10k champs this week. So uh, this week? yeah, so repping. So we'll uh, yes. we'll yes. talk about that next week. But I wanted to throw that in there that this we're week? uh, this weekend, Saturday night, Saturday oh, no. night lights. I feel really like you know it's no, don't, no, 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 don't. We'll, we'll wrap up next week. But that's the so oh. there's a. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and I've, we've been quite pro on our social media recently. So I'm gonna try and. Uh, do a bit well. Next week, we'll talk about it. The, the, the running under the, under the lights of Boulogne sur Mer. So, yeah, you can, can we get some look forward to that next there. week, listeners. TRS yeah. shorts. I will be wearing TRS shorts. I'm like, Tom Bryan will be the Ben yes. Parks of Paris. Uh, you need to get your seller a wee GoPro and just <laughs> Parks of Paris. <laughs> Very good, anyway. Well, yeah, so but yeah, well done, Kyle. We're I'm looking forward to getting more of a dive on, on your well, run as well next week. But well, I'm glad to hear Mozart's on the calendar. Well, we'll we'll see what happens, and uh, you know we've actually got Tim and Totty and uh, Debbie. We're all doing Mozart, but various. Wow, it's a it's a full shebang of of. Uh, oh, blame it. Of of the, the 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 crew going along in. Tra- well, but, June, so okay. I've got plenty of time to to get get some vert in as this sort of speak. So very good. That's without kids, I guess that trip. No, they're coming too. I eh? uh, you can't do it without the kids. Like you know, I mean they'll be there. Uh, granny, grandma's coming. So she'll be she'll be hopefully helping out. So we'll, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously we're only just going to leave them in a in a room themselves, like so. Uh, Alex, um, sorry, just to Alex Jackson just put something in the chat, which is which is very interesting actually. Something to do with the Scottish Athletics hundred k Masters silver medal, which should have been presented to you on the day, is in the post to you. That can't be you, Kyle. I wonder unless it was from last year. No, <laughs> no, it can't be me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who that's for. It must be maybe Rob. Kyle didn't finish. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe there's a, a wooden spoon award, but that's... Anyway, that's yeah. I'm intrigued. Well, maybe we can report on that next week. But... Oh, look at that, yeah. Bizarre. Right. Anyway. I don't know how we round off the show when we're live on Facebook, but... I, I think we... Uh, we just sign off Facebook and then... Uh, we'll just we... sign off, unless you want to sing the Ali McIver uh, melody, but we'll just sign off and then on the podcast we can put it on. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in. There was a, a, a reasonable number of great, you know, we... We know we're not in COVID times, but we thought it'd be good to, to do something like this. It was a, so yeah, thank you for tuning in. It makes it makes it worthwhile well, doing. Well done for hosting Tom. You you did a great job. You're you're quite the you're quite the MC, yeah. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> right. Thanks all. Catch you later, guys. Thanks soon. Bye.
never And that's a wrap.